0: peek speak up, I'm wearing a towel. Oh. Smash. Shh.
1: Get started. It's time to grab a snack, pull up a chair, and pass the remote. I'm James Chalmers, and with me as always are my wonderful co-hosts, Tina Chalmers. Hello. With a cookie in her mouth. hmm And Nick Owen. Hello. It's been a... a weird We had a week off. Uh, an accidental week off. We just mm. kind of ran out of time yeah, and didn't get a, a, to put a show approach. together. But, but that's okay. At our own lizard, we got to um, start planning for, for the big one. We've got episode 50 coming up. Do we really? Yeah. Mm. Cripes. Yeah.
0: Bloody cripes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's of Pass the Remote. Yeah, just to pass the remote, yeah. And how many episodes of. Um, that's what she said, do we get up to? Uh, 13? Whoa. You know what we should
2: do for our 50th? Mm. We should rank our top 50 Pass the Remote episodes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just I, go through every single one. The
1: first ten are just like eh, equal fifty. <laughs> um, yeah, 50's coming. Up. I've got some ideas of what I want to do. I'm not going to talk about them on the show because every time I get ideas and talk about them on the show, they don't happen. Yeah. What's fifty? Uh,
0: diamond. Uh, the diamond anniversary. I don't what, know. So? Tina's got the. You guys technology. The first have. one is like something really crap. Paper. 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 Ugh.
1: They said that, but and like like coal for no. <laughs> <sure. laughs>
2: coal.
1: We are talking about that uh, because Tina and I were, we're going to celebrate our first wedding anniversary in less than six months. And you know everyone's like, oh, the first one's was paper. And I'm like, you know, comic books are made of paper. Yeah. that's the best thing ever. Yeah, that's like. right. Books are made of paper. There's so many cool things made of paper. Serviettes, paper planes, mm. the song by MIA, <laughs>
0: <laughs> paper towns, yeah, the movie. 50th
2: is gold.
0: Gold. Mm-hmm. What's diamond?
2: Gold. Diamond might be 80,
0: 70. Didn't. I, don't know. I just feel like the Queen is celebrated like a diamond jubilee or something. Yeah. So I don't know. So maybe it's 75. Maybe. Tina's gonna find out. She's
1: for, she can't us. for seventy-five years. Maybe sixty. I'm
2: gonna say sixty. Uh, Fifty-nine. Wooden is fifth. Tin is tenth. Crystal is fifteenth. China is twenty. Silver is twenty-five. Pearl is thirty. Ruby is forty. Golden is fifty. Diamond is sixty. You Do you are. know why? Because
1: I just remembered. I think it was last year or a couple of years ago. They released the Diamond Anniversary of Lady in the Tramp on Blu-ray. Ah. And that's where I figured it out. Or like one of them, maybe it was Pinocchio. maybe like one of those Disney mm.
0: films that's over 60 years old. So that's why I thought maybe it was 60.
1: was no, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: We've really become a sort of educational podcast. Well <laughs> been, uh, how, how was
1: your week off, guys?
0: Away from the show. It was
1: good. You're enjoying, uh, mm, into, was good. You're enjoying some time off from your study? Yeah,
0: that's right. Got a few weeks off, so... I believe you added another ring to the trunk as well. Like I thing. did, yes.
1: You've never heard that analogy before, <laughs> no. but it's. I was like, mean? is he saying i like, fatter than? Yeah, I was, was like, like, no, it's an age thing because you measured oh, ed- yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, because you got. That's
2: right. Oh my god, because it was your birthday. Nick
1: had, Nick had a birthday. Happy,
2: last birthday.
0: birthday. Um, Happy birthday! Thank you. 20, yeah. 20 fine? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm now officially one year off thirty. Yeah, we're less than that. We're we're so close to. I feel 30 like more. I'm. Yeah, I'm closing just it couple on you yeah. Getting closer. I feel like we're gonna tear away at the end of this year. Um, but yeah, so 29, thanks for coming out to help me celebrate It was a good night It was a, right. a wintry eve it wasn't, it wasn't too bad It wasn't that though. cold,
2: yeah No, it was fine They had all the heaters on so Yeah, it wasn't yours. too bad
1: I was showing off my uh, like my six-year-old jacket Because I could finally fit into it again I so was
0: loving that jacket, mate I know, mm. Once
1: uh, it, needs, it probably needs a bit of a wash Because I haven't worn it in six years But I don't know if I washed it the last time I <laughs> wore <would> it either <laughs> yeah. So it definitely needs a wash But um, yeah, no now I can start to. I put on a t-shirt that I bought from overseas for the first time. You see it, it fit. Right, that always good, man. Oh, it's great. So I'm doing this mm. this little kick, and it's still going. So and if it's not even a diet, I was talking to someone today. I'm like it's not a diet. It's a. It's just a lifestyle change at this point. Like I'm just trying to eat healthier. So
0: for the, obviously, this isn't a visual medium, but listeners just picture Arnie in Commando. <laughs> <laughs> That's what James looks like. What about his best film, Jingle All the Way? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what he used to look
1: like. Yeah. Jamie, <laughs> that's me talking to your brother. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're on school holidays officially, Tina? Yep, I am. So Good. that must be pretty chilled out. Nothing going on at all.
2: Well, it's all the uh, it's all the days that I'm at school making sets and building props, and well, it's building props and no, it's building sets and making props for the school production. So I've been at school like <clears throat> majority of the days this week, and yeah. I'll be at school majority of the days next week. Um, but actually, like, no, I actually am still having a really good holidays. Like, I've gone through some of the footage for, um, um, our Scotland trip, and mm. I've started to make some vlogs of that, and,
1: nice. um,
2: yeah, and no, I've, I've, I've watched, I've done <clears> some <throat> Netflix binging, so, I've done oh, some baking, yes. yeah. so, yeah, no, my holidays, despite going into work almost every single day, are actually pretty
1: good. Nice, mm. done. Well, let's get the show started proper. We, uh, that was a pretty lengthy catch-up, and no, only we're a lot quicker than that, but I think it's nice. Um, let's dive into some news and rumours. Let's do it. Uh, again, we're sticking with the breakdown, we're going to do this every episode from now on. Um, so we'll start with some DC news and move forward from there. Not a lot of DC news uh, from the last fortnight. Uh, one of the biggest ones is that uh, Wonder Woman is going to ha- like ha- have a big surprise at Comic-Con this year. Mm-hmm. They haven't told us what it is. We know the trailer's coming, and they also released uh, the first footage of Kristen Week from the movie as well. Because she's playing Cheetah, but she wasn't in a Cheetah costume. She was just mm. a scientist or whatever. But it's still cool. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, big surprise coming. Don't know what it is. <laughs> Maybe they'll have like the whole cast there. Maybe they'll reveal some characters. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Uh, the next DC... Uh, you know what? Same thing again. It's more Comic-Con news. Uh, the Shazam trailer is also going to be revealed at Comic-Con. So, we're getting three trailers from DC. Which is what I expected. We're getting Wonder Woman. We're getting Shazam. We're getting Aquaman.
0: Can't wait for the Shazam trailer because I know nothing about that.
1: Shazam is a really is maybe one of the weirdest characters. Do you see like I think has some of the best characters, but they also have some of the strangest ones. Like Firestorm is a really weird character. I don't know if you've heard of him, but basically, um, there's an old man, there's an old man and a young and a young man, like a guy in his teens like late teens, early twenties, and they both were exposed to this kind of chemical or whatever, and so now they have in order to to survive, they have to coexist. So like. Created this formula like allows them to merge, so mm. the old man's mind goes into the young man's brain, brain uh, mm. body, and that's how they live for most of the time. Mm. That's a weird thing; that is bizarre. Have
2: <laughs> you seen Legend of <clears throat> Legends of Tomorrow? That's uh, yeah. one of the characters yeah.
1: from it. Kind of reminds me of in Dragon
0: Ball Z when they merged. Yes,
1: which as a ca- as a kid always freaks me out. I was like, mm. "What is this? It's so bizarre." <laughs> um, so Shazam is basically it's the magic side. Well, it's the beginning of the magic side of the DC universe, which is kind of cool because. Marvel have like done a little bit of magic with Doctor Strange, mm. but haven't really done a lot. So Shazam is a little boy named Billy Batson, and he's like ten, thirteen, like pretty young. Um, and he meets a wizard who gives him this power. Shazam is like an acronym. It's like um, M is for Merlin, Z is for Zeus. Like all these different like, okay, kind yeah, of yeah. magical. Like it's an acronym. I can't remember <laughs> who they all are. Um, and when he says the magic word Shazam, he turns into Captain Marvel. But they can't call him that because the Captain Marvel at Marvel. Um, so he's a young boy who turns into a grown man. Like that's what his power is. Mm. Oh, that's weird. But it's kind of like Superman if he had a young a child's brain. Yeah, so that's what it just is.
0: Sounding really like weird. Yeah, weird. Mm. But like, I don't mind that. Like that's I think. So like, Are think... going to go out to bars and like hook up
2: with a <laughs> Twelve-year-old kid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
0: It's um, like a cross between big and yeah. Mm.
1: That's what it is. And they even said like the movie they go, the the turn they're going for is big. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah I'm keen for that as well I think they shouldn't show um, and Zach Levi is playing the grown up version of. he was in Chuck um, that show Chuck and then he was in Heroes Reborn he's been in a bunch of stuff but I don't really like what's his name uh, Zachary Levi Zachary Levi well you continue I'll look him up um, he's playing the grown up version of Shazam uh, but I don't think they should show him in the trailer at all I think it should end with like Billy Batson saying Shazam that'd be a end of the trailer that's how I would cut it personally uh, he was also in the Thor movies as like the handsome. uh oh, yeah. You know the the three warriors. Like mm, how yeah. So he yeah, played yeah. like the handsome one. Yeah. Like the pirate,
0: the dashing. Kind of yeah. He was thing the dashing one. one. Yeah. Is that him? No, that's Andy <laughs> Dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Is it really? <laughs> it's a joke, guys.
1: You <laughs> well, you are the guy that convinced me that I didn't know who Fr- that you didn't know who Fraser Fras- was. So.
0: I've got an update on that. Oh, you do? Coming in re- the review period. <laughs>
1: Uh, and the final bit of decent news, only three items. The Batman has finally entered pre-production. Oh, Jesus. Finally. So, this
0: roller coaster of like who's gonna direct,
1: who's producing. Yeah. Well, Matt Reeves is definitely directing, and apparently, um a rumor came out, and it wasn't really big enough for me to mention, but seeing we talk about it. Uh someone from like the fan community bumped into Ben Affleck recently and was like. Hey, you know, it really sucks that you know you're only doing one more film or whatever. Like, I wish you would do more. And Affleck's response was like, "Well, don't believe everything you hear." Yeah. So, mm. I mean, which he kind of has to say anyway. Mm. But I really hope that at Comic Con they're going to announce, they're going to show us these trailers, and then they're going to bring out Henry Cavill and be like, Men of Steel Two, it's happening." Wonder Woman, show her stuff, and then bring out who was playing Batman. If it's Affleck, lock it in. Let us all know. Give us a date so we can get excited for the film because the. Sure about every week. The universe is just in tatters at the moment. Yeah. And if it's not Affleck, bring out the guy replacing him and let's do it. It's not going to be <clears throat> Jake Gyllenhaal anymore because now he he's playing Mysterio and Spider-Man. And i have some Spider-Man news for you soon as well.
0: Is it Jake Gyllenhaal playing Mysterio?
1: <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, let's dive into some Marvel news. Uh, Avengers 4 title may be revealed at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp. I guess we'll find out in the next 72 hours because Ant-Man and the Wasp is out tomorrow. Is it really? Is it really? Yeah. So I, yeah. <laughs> a- so I have to buy my tickets. Oh um, wow! Yeah, it's out. So that came around uh, quick. That exciting. Uh, but we don't know if that's true or not. Like it may also just be announced. It won't be announced at Comic Con. Like there's a rumor that might be announced on the Blu-ray, uh, and then someone uh, thought maybe the t- someone leaked the title. It's going to be called Avengers Endgame. I don't think it's going to be called that. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah. No. Well, there's like all these. It's like,
2: too Taylor Swiftie.
1: <laughs> well, they'll like it could be Avengers Annihilation. Um, Avengers Assemble, which would be...
2: Avengers, I don't feel so good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or Avengers, I feel better.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel better now.
1: Um, I don't know what, I, I'd like, you know, there could be the coming of Kang, like, because there's maybe this time travel element, and if there's time travel, it might be Kang the Conqueror who's in there, and maybe they have to team up with Thanos, so that'd be kind of cool. Mm. But, uh, but I don't know, we're going to find out the title soon. At some point this year, we'll find out the title, yeah. I imagine. Uh, here's some good news for Marvel. Disney uh, has raised their bid. Remember we were talking about like this Fox buyout thing? Mm. And the last time, I think Comcast... I think the original uh, bid was like $54 billion from Disney. $54 billion. Like, that's a lot of money. And then Comcast was like, we'll do 63 And we'll do it in cash. You don't have to worry about shares. Do it in cash? Yeah. and, and How and, can
2: you just have $63 billion in cash? I like can
1: truck up and just... Yeah. Like, zzz, zzz. Um, that's I, insane. I, yeah. Um... Disney has raised their bid to $71.3 billion. Who is this other company? The one that's competing, is yeah. Comcast. So they're not a movie studio. They're um, a telecommunications uh, company. They have a lot of stream. I think they control streaming services mm. and that sort of stuff, but they don't make and distribute films. So it's weird that they want this. I guess they want the content so they can stream it and, or like run it or yeah. whatever. But if they're not going to be making and distributing things in theatres. It's kind of weird... Like they're buying a catalog that won't be able to be developed mm-hmm. unless they open up distribution. But Fox is closing that because it's not working for them anymore. So mm-hmm. it's all weird. But anyway, Disney raised this at seventy-one point three billion dollars, um, and it seems like that's going to go through. This uh, is the
0: kind of money that I just can't even fathom. Yeah, I can't imagine does. like
1: like Tina and I are currently saving for a house. I can't even imagine that kind of money, let alone seventy-one point yeah. <laughs> yeah. three billion dollars. But uh, I'm glad they're doing it. And how do
2: you walk to the bank? If that was in cash, how do you walk to the bank and go, I'd like to deposit this, please? Well, I mean,
1: like, when you say cash, it's probably like a check. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. What they, what they mean, The bank would waive the fee on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what they mean is, like, it's okay, because Disney, their bid was like, we'll give you some cash, we'll give you some shares, some stock uh, options. Oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah, So it's yeah, like I see 70, what you mean. 70... So it's not cash. Yeah. Worth of value. Yes. As opposed to yes. actual currency being... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so like Fox, um, so I think the idea was like, cause the, 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 dark side of this that no one's really talking about or kind of aren't talking about enough is that whilst it's great that we're going to get the Fantastic Four and the X-Men back and whilst it's cool that, you know, we might be able to breathe some life into the Simpsons or Alien or Predator or whatever, um, a whole lot of people are going to lose jobs. Yeah. Like Fox getting sold, like Fox is a huge, huge company. Yeah. Like they just make movies and make TV, they mm-hmm. make all sorts of stuff and, Disney, like, if they have people who are editors, well, Disney don't need any more editors. They've got yeah. editors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if they have like PAs and stuff, mm-hmm. they don't need that. They, mm-hmm. like, a lot of those jobs would be redundant. But by offering stock options, I Your think cafeteria that. Lady. Yeah, but I think by offering stock options, that might help those employees. It's like, look, you know, we can't offer you a job because we have people in those jobs, mm-hmm. but yeah. we can give you some Disney stock, and Disney stock's pretty valuable, you know, yeah. like Disney's not going to go away anytime soon. Um, so I think maybe that's what they're doing Maybe that's why they're trying to help yeah. them out So hopefully
0: that's the case And that's kind of cool And so just quickly on the Fox sale like, Yes So when you say it's just not working Like with franchises like that Like they've mm. got The Simpsons And X-Files is a big Fox Yeah
1: X-Files Season 11 is about to come out in Yeah it, like, so
0: what's not working there?
1: I think Fox are just done I think they're kind of done with with the game Like they're, they're still going to be producing their news And their sports coverage um, But they just want to get out of the creator game mm. Um for whatever reason, I don't know... I would agree, I don't, I don't think it's not working. Like, you know, they've had pretty good success with those X-Men films. Like, there have been a couple like, weaker ones, but mm. they haven't stopped making them. And, like, Logan and Deadpool have been huge cash cows for them. Mm. Uh, and, like, Fantastic Four has never really worked for them, but they could have just let those rights go. Do you know what I mean? Like, they didn't have to hold on to it. They could have not made that film mm. in 2015. Disney wouldn't have gotten back, and they wouldn't have lost any money out of it. Like, if you're investing all this money in a film that doesn't make any money, you're losing money, so... Um, I'm not sure the entire reason but I think they're just done it's like you know what we just want to focus yeah. on news and sports and kind of because to create a TV show movie is expensive like you're not like you don't have that money lying around you have to borrow that money you have to like get an investment and then when you make your movie um, you know you get your you, people buy tickets you get your income <coughs> and then that pays off the investment you made and then you make money as well mm. and with TV you have to sell ad- advertising space mm. and that's how they make their money back with that so uh, I guess Fox just don't want to deal with
0: that. Yeah.
1: So. Fair enough. It's it's kind, of, it's kind of sad because Fox have been around for a long, long time. Like one of the first studios. So they've been around since... I want to say the 30s? Maybe maybe a little bit later. I don't know. They've been around for a long, long time. Yeah. 20th mm. century Fox. So it is disappointing to see them go. Um, but that's what they want to do. And I don't think they will go away. I feel like if Disney owns it, they'll play call it like Disney Fox. Or like they'll like make it mm. like an amalgam. Yeah. I feel like
0: the, the Fox... Branding and stuff like that is worth keep, is worth having. You know? Yeah, like, definitely.
1: And also that allows you separate your your more adult titles. Yeah. Like if you're making you know aliens or whatever, what do you want to do? You could just you could keep it as under Disney Fox, to under a Disney banner, mm-hmm. so people know like, all right, this one isn't for the kids. Same with your yeah. um, with your Deadpool. If you want to keep making <coughs> Deadpool movies and you're happy with the success that they've had as R-rated movies, that could be a Disney Fox one, and you could still bring him over into your Avengers films. And that'd be fine, but when he's into solo films, you know, you know they're gonna be more adults. Mm. So i mad I imagine like that's what they would do if you're a smart businessman, I guess. Mm. Like keep making the things that make money, just yeah. find a way to kind of delineate for your audience. So. so
2: what? So what? Um, studios are now a part of Disney.
1: Only one studio's been, studio's been absorbed, and that was and Fox. Um, which hasn't it hasn't gone through yet, but it looks Isn't like it. Isn't Marvel is. part yeah, of Disney Marvel as well? By, so Marvel Studios was owned by Paramount. Yeah. Um, but they're not really a film studio the same way Disney and Fox. No, but like pa- what
2: I mean, what I mean to say yeah. is like what what denominations are part mm. of Disney?
1: Um, so Disney, uh, it, 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 there's Disney, which is yeah. kind of like their overall umbrella, yeah, yeah. and they make their animated films. Uh, they own Lucasfilm. Yeah. Um, which is Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Mm. Um, they own, um, they're about to own Fox from the looks of it. They had Touchstone, which I don't know if they're doing anymore, and Touchstone was basically what Fox might become, like, kind of their, yeah. their more adult titles, mm. like the thing they did, The Rock. It's
2: like Seinfeld's Touchstone.
1: No, that's Castle Rock.
2: Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, that was Touchstone, then? Touchstone, um, they- Is v- The Nanny?
1: No, no Touchstone wasn't it. TV, it was movies. I
2: thought Touchstone, oh, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of Castle Rock. Yeah, you thinking think
1: Castle Rock. Know. Um, Rockstone, I, guess, I see mm. why. Um, but Touchstone was for more, like, just more, like, a, adult films. Not necessarily, like, R-rated movies, mm. but just more, like, this isn't for kid audiences. So, yeah. uh, and you'll notice, like, in Marvel and Marvels and Star Wars films, you don't see Disney anywhere. No, it's Like, right, yeah. only at the end credits, you'll see, like, Disney come up. But they don't attach it at all. They let it be its own entity. Yeah. So, mm.
2: um, so yeah. Because that's the thing. Like, Disney's just, like, absorbing the entire world.
1: Mm. Well, the reason why it's taken, one of the reasons why it's taken so long is, before this, um... I think it was AT&T, which is like Telstra mm, over mm, there, mm, um, wanted to buy out Warner Brothers because Warner Brothers, I think, was struggling with, with some financial issues and they wanted to absorb <coughs> them. And in America, at least, th- this has to go through big government because it's like how many corporations can you have like, and how big can a corporation get and how much content can it own yeah. before it becomes too much. That's right. And so they had to like, that was the first one to go through and AT&T did buy Warner Brothers. So that's um, why we've had some shake-up Recently, as well, like that's gone through, and now that's kind of given the green light for Disney to buy Fox. But if another studio, say if Paramount want to close their doors, Mm. or if um, who else is Universal? Universal, perfect. If one of those has wanted to close their doors and sell themselves. It would be another whole thing. Like, because yeah. you can't have
0: Disney, like, if Disney owns like four major studios. Yeah,
2: because oh, that's what I was going to say. Like, what ends up happening I, I if like, Disney owns I feel everything? Like at that
0: point, the government would step in, like, yeah, just good, definitely. Like, Bill Gates.
2: Oh, and okay, so yeah. Yep, I think, yep. like,
0: Windows and Microsoft used to be mm. the same thing. Mm. And then it was too much of a monopoly, and the yeah. government stepped in and said, no, you're, there's too much collusion and stuff. Yeah, you have to separate yeah, the yeah. two companies. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I just can't imagine that otherwise they'll like buy Apple yeah. and they'll truly just well, over yeah, Disney you We know? you know, like, right. trying to buy Apple at one
1: point I think. Oh my god.
0: So, yeah. So, so like, like Apple, everything Apple, McDonald's, Coca-Cola. Yeah, everything yeah. in your house yeah. will go towards this one parent company. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, so so. I, I genuinely think we're going towards a, a, a world that has like Apple, Google, Disney mm. and there'll and be a food it. one. There'll yeah. be a food. Marcus. Yeah. yeah. Or oh, Coke.
2: Coca-Cola. Yeah, Coke. Yeah. Yeah. Coke owns like yeah. Other kind com- like food companies. Yeah, definitely. Well. And just like
0: everything you buy will just be going working egg. its way back up to one yeah. dude. Yeah, definitely. It's like
2: oh, you need a new couch? Well, that comes from Apple. Yeah, from that's you. right. New
0: iCouch Yeah, eye couch. I
2: yeah, sit. I, yeah. I, <laughs> I
1: But it has like a you know like a sleep number bed. So it's got like a like a, a a butt dial so you can get like the right <laughs> bounce. I'd be okay with that. Uh, let's get back to some news. So aside from that, Marvel are now shortlisting directors for their Black Widow movie. Um, I think at one point they said they had talked to over sixty different directors, uh, mainly women, because they want to get this right. So um, that's cool. I guess that means Black Widow is going to survive, or maybe it's set before cool. Infinity War. It's said, "On time to do that." Mm. I just wish they yeah. did it when they yeah, when back it in the it. day. I mean, yeah.
0: I guess they didn't know that it was going to be this big and stuff. But um, I'm going
1: to dive into the Spider-Man news. Uh, the title has been revealed by Tom Holland, so. It may be the real title, but he's known for like spoiling things and making mistakes, so it may not be. Uh, apparently, Spider-Man Two is called Far From Home. Cool. A nice little tie into the first Spider-Man: Man Homecoming. Yeah. Spider-Man Two is Far From Home. Spider-Man Three: Homesick. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and they've started shooting in England uh, because this is kind of like a globe-trotting adventure. Like I think he's like on a school cool. trip, and people uh, are speculating that maybe Captain Britain will show up which would be one of our fir- Actually, we had Black Panther, but one of our first uh, international heroes. Mm. Don't have a lot of... Most of our heroes currently are American. Does
2: he drink lots of tea?
1: Uh, I don't know much yeah, about Captain... Yeah. America, uh, Britain. He plays cricket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, his, his outfit is even more star-spangled Let's than uh, yeah. Captain America. <clears throat> like, I'm pretty sure... Actually, maybe think of Union Jack, because there's Union Jack as well.
0: Oh, bring him in. Union uh,
1: Jack. I mean, maybe they will, like if Captain Britain's... <laughs> kind of- but I think well, he's
2: got a Union Jack on his face.
1: Yeah. Tattoo.
0: Holy shit.
2: So that's
1: that's quite, a mean looking dude. That's yeah.
2: quite British.
1: They get Vinnie Jones supporting. Yeah, <laughs> Vinnie <laughs> <parts laughs> <of Britain>. Jones. <laughs> or Jason Statham. Statham, yeah. Sure. Um, and then uh, two little bits of Marvel news, uh, more looking into the future stuff. Captain Marvel has wrapped. They're done. They've shot it. Oh, excellent. Which is good. Uh, Maybe we'll see... No, I was to see the footage at Comic Con, but Marvel aren't going to Comic Con, so we won't. Uh
2: Oh, I'm just going to interrupt you for a second. Apparently, Orlando <laughs> Bloom really wants the role of Captain Britain.
1: I don't mind Orlando Bloom, but they might mm. find something better. Like,
2: yeah, Vinny right. Jones. He's up.
1: No, I, I, I Orlando. like it. Bloom. All right. I, um, I'm trying to think of who's a really great protector. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hugh Grant. <laughs> yes. <I've, laughs> That'd be funny. I, I've to... Oh, um, um, Captain Britain. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've Come to, to put those bags down. Give them back you don't to the. Play anyone is. Firthy. Hey, uh, Colin Firth? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah?
0: Yeah. You can play someone.
1: Um, maybe they'll get... I oh, what about like Taron Egerton? The kid from Kingsman? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, if yeah. He, he might
1: be a bit young. Yeah, but like he's probably... I think he's almost 30. Chris Evans was in his late 20s when he became Paps America. Because mm. he's only like... Like, that's the thing. Like, whenever I feel good about myself and the way I look... I look at Chris Evans, I'm like, he's four years older than me. <laughs> And, like, that scene in Captain America Civil War where he literally stops a helicopter. Yeah. I can't even do that. That
2: scene is so shit, James. I can't even do
1: that to the dishwasher. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh his dishes are too heavy. Uh, but, yeah. Um, yeah, Taranek is not be cool. Like, there's plenty of great British actors out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then the last little Hugh bit of... Bonneville. <laughs> he
2: yeah!
1: Could... He could be, like, the old Captain Britain. Martin like... Freeman. No, he's already um in Black Panther as uh, Everett Ross. Yeah. Playing an American of all things. What about
2: Martin Clunes? Clunes? Yeah, yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, Martin Clunes. What
1: about um Oh who's that guy you like? Um
2: from what's
1: he from? Uh, we uh Bob Mortimer. Oh
2: Bob Mortimer,
1: yeah. That's a deep cut. It's like British there's a British comedian called Bob Mortimer. Oh, yeah. Um what about the guy with the big mouth? Who's the comedian with the big mouth? And the blonde hair?
2: Oh the smiley
0: one. Yeah, yeah. Oh missing like the obvious, like David Tennant would be pretty good. Well, cool. he was yeah. already Jessica Jones, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm. Everyone's been in these bloody franchises. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. What about Matt Smith? What about um, Christopher Eggleston? I mean, he was, was Malekith.
2: What about Michael Caine? <laughs> Who's I was
0: looking at He was British the first Doctor, now. the one before David Tennant. Oh, yeah, 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 But he was Malekith, he was the Dark Elf. Oh, okay, yeah. What about Kit Harington?
1: Yeah. Handsome? Well, yeah, the Kit problem Haim is, is everything good.
0: I've seen him in outside of Game of Thrones he's not been good in Gunpowder? I haven't seen Gunpowder is he good in that? I haven't seen it alright <laughs> <laughs> oh, this can't be good for anyone
1: yeah send in your ideas against <laughs> Captain yeah. Britain literally any British actor <laughs> will do yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. what about Colin God of Sex from <laughs> Love Actually oh, yeah, okay. I'm Colin God
2: of Sex uh,
1: and then the last little bit of Marvel news is James Gunn's put up a few little photos Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 First draft is done. Oh, great. Uh, so I reckon they'll probably start shooting that next year. We don't know which Guardians are going to be in it. I'm going to guess they're probably not Gamora, although they might do a flashback.
0: Do you think that that's the, one of the few deaths that's going to stay? I, I think it has to. Like,
1: Although like, there's this theory that maybe everyone who got dusted like isn't gone, they're just inside the Soul Stone, mm. in which case if they're in there, like maybe she's in there as well. I wouldn't want them to bring too many people back. I want well, I think
0: to... it, it sort of like ruins the emotional punch. Definitely. That... Yeah.
1: Uh, I heard someone say, uh, pitch this idea for the opening Guardians 3 I thought it was really cool it was like you have like this kind of awesome like swashbuckling adventure like just the Guardians doing what they do best it could take place like after the second Guardians before Infinity War mm-hmm. and like you know they're all having this excitement like Peter and Gamora like teaming up and fighting and then like the scene kind of ends and you close them on Peter Quill's face and this bright scene where like goes to dark and like he's all grizzled and like mm. he's dealing with like the death of this woman that he loves. I was like, that's heartbreaking but also excellent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah I hope they, as much as I love Zoe Saldana in that role, I think she's great in it, I think Keep Her Dead because like, mm. then you've got so much to play with in that third movie. Yeah. Like uh, That would be cool, I think. Um, Alright, next uh, set of news is Star Wars news. Uh, I only have one bit of news this week. Lucasfilm, and it ties in directly to the last thing we talked about. Lucasfilm has put a hold on all future spin-off movies.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Mm.
1: They're not making any more spin-offs at the moment. They're going to focus on their saga films, which mm-hmm. is just episode 9. Uh, I don't know what this means for the Ryan Johnson trilogy. I don't know what it means for the Game of Thrones guys trilogy. I don't know what it means for Boba Fett. I don't know what it means for... Well, there's no Kenobi yet, but Orlando. I don't know what it means for any of those. I think everything is just on hold. They're going to regroup and... They'll let us know when they have more, which I think is a very good idea. Mm. Because they have been rushing to make yeah. these movies. It was so much so that they're like after six weeks, like, yeah, it's not working, get a new director. Mm. Um, which is no way to make a movie. Mm. So I think, uh, yeah, good idea. Mm. Let's get to episode nine. We've got J.J. Abrams in the seat again. This should be good. Going to close out this trilogy. Hopefully, ended in a really satisfying note. Even though I do like bits of Last Jedi, I, I dislike a lot of Last Jedi yeah. as well.
0: I re mean, rewatched it recently and... It's better than the first time, but Mm. there's just some absolute shit in it, Mm. to be honest. I just feel like, as good
1: as the good moments are, and as much as it probably improves the more you watch it, I can't find myself ever enjoying, you know, Carrie Fisher flying through space. Or Holdo, who, I like the um, actress who played her, like like the, you know, the woman who takes over the ship Mm. with the purple hair? Um, Laura Dern, I like her a lot as an actress, but what a waste of, like, what are you... She came from nowhere. Like, she yeah. wasn't in the first one. Who is this character? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had issues with that, um, we all know about how I feel about the animal liberation scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway. I, and I don't think Ryan Johnson's a bad filmmaker either. I've, like, Loop is great. I just think that, I don't know. I think they were trying so hard to be different and edgy that they kind of lost sight of what they were doing. So, mm. hopefully JJ will do some cool stuff. Or maybe he'll build on what... Um, Ryan Johnson did it, just like deal with it Star Wars nerds no, like it's over yeah. Like this is what we're doing now like, um, but I, don't think, I think JJ's going to do a pretty good job mm. um, but yeah so no more Star Wars movies in development at the moment which I think although it's slowing everything down is the right move
0: well you'd rather one every few years than an average one every year wouldn't you
1: yeah like Marvel weren't doing that all the time like I think Marvel releasing one a year it was like I think the first year they had Iron Man and Incredible Hulk and Iron Man did very well Incredible Hulk not so well uh, and then I think two years later, yeah, it was two year, yeah, it was two years later, they dropped Iron Man 2, and I think Thor came in at the very end. And then next year, they captured America, and then like it was like just meant to be like a movie a year, mm. and they're really taking their time building it all. And then we got to phase two, and they're like, well, you can probably do two a year now, and now it's three a year, <coughs> yeah. Um, and like as you'll notice, like Ant Man's out this week, that's number three before like barely half of the year, there's room for for a year. Yeah. Mm. um, Which I think will probably eventually happen. Oh my god. Um, But we'll see. Um, And now I just have some random little tidbits that I discovered over the the last week. Um, So, just buckle in for some random news. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ninja Turtles, new movie in development. I don't know, they haven't really said whether it's going to be connected to those first two reboots or whether it's a brand new thing, but Michael Bay is still involved, so, that's cool. (laughs) Um, Child's Play. You guys know the horror movie Child's Play yep, with Chucky? Chucky. Uh, they're making a TV series out of that apparently. Oh, really? Seems to be the, the thing now where like, they take a movie and make a TV show out of Cause it. I think
2: because they're discovering that this is really the golden era of TV. Like, people are loving TV more than movies right now. Well,
1: you can take your time to tell a story. Mm. Um, but I feel like there's some ideas that don't need to be made into TV. Like, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think of something. Like, there's... like I mean, Walking Dead I think is a perfect example. Like, even though there's like over 100 issues of the comic um, first couple of se- first few seasons I really really dug but I haven't watched it in over a year and a half and apparently it's just people just don't care anymore is it still yeah. still going really they're about to enter their 10th season I think
2: I thought it was <coughs> finished
1: no it's done I just stopped ah. mm. I just because after a while like, it's just like oh my god like, I can't deal with the whole episode about Carol like, yeah. if, you don't watch Game of, uh, if you don't watch Walking Dead you don't know who that is but yeah. trust me you don't want an episode yeah. of just Carol. Well, it's just Carol it, it's just dragging on Didn't need to. Mm. Um, So anyway, Chucky TV series, we'll see how that goes. Um, Sony uh, have Venom coming out later this year, Mm -hmm. as we know. They're doing kind of like a Spider-Verse without Spider-Man because they have that silver and black movie they've been talking about, which they've put on hold for now because I think they want to see how Venom does. But they have announced that they want to develop a Silk movie. Oh, Um, cool. So Silk is actually in Spider-Man Homecoming's Mm. uh, Cindy. I can't remember what her last name is. Um, but she's the um, she's an Infinity War as well. She's one of Peter's classmates, um, and she's kind of like a, a female Spider-Man. But she's got some other things going as well. Yeah. But they mm. want to do a movie on her, uh, which I think is cool. Mm, uh, I'd
2: watch that. I like Silk.
1: Yeah, I um I think like the Spider Verse, you can do so much. you have got so many cool villains and heroes in there um, that you can do that, even though Marvel
0: are kind of controlling Spider-Man at the moment. So I'm down for that. I'm just I'm just waiting to see with um. With that new film, Venom. Venom. Yeah, I, I, the trailer didn't do that much for me. I
1: liked the second trailer a lot more, but I wasn't one hundred percent sold on the CGI. Like there was some stuff I wasn't one hundred percent sure. But I just watched this uh, this movie Upgrade, which I'll talk about later, and it kind of is. This, it's kind of almost like Venom. Yeah, it's very similar. I'll talk about it a little bit later. But um, I was like, okay, well that worked for the most part. So Venom can work, like you know. And apparently Tom Holland does have a cameo in it, so yeah, that's cool. So that'd be good to tie it in. Mm. Um. Incredibles, number two, opened, I guess, two weeks ago now. Um, We will talk about it soon. Um, It opened to $180 million, and that is the biggest opening for an animated film ever.
2: Wow. Uh,
1: So, Incredibles 2 crushing it at the moment, (coughs) um, which is good. And we'll talk about Incredibles soon as well. Mm. Um, This is uh, some disappointing news for me, but for no one else at this table, really. Uh, Comic Book Man, the Kevin Smith TV show, just got (laughs) cancelled. Oh! After seven seasons, they uh, they got cancelled. Oh, how come? Um
2: Just ratings?
1: Uh, it, it financially, basically. they That show was always designed... Well, when they first brought up the show, they are like... Um, AMC used to be like the, the the network they put it on was mm. the classic movie channel and they wanted to start doing original programming, so they did Mad Men. Yeah. Um, and they did Walking Dead. And they are like, you know, Walking Dead's really bringing like this new nerd crowd. We need a show to put on the air while Walking Dead's not on the air so we can mm. keep them interested. So they mm. made comics with men. Um. And then after the first season, they're like, you know what would be even better if we put them all in one block together. So Walking Dead, and then Locomotive Metal go on afterwards. Oh. Um, and it just got to the point where it's not financially viable anymore. Yeah. Like, um, it's uh, like the the network executive was like, look, if we made an eighth, like an eighth season, um, I'd be doing it because we're friends. He's like, I, I can't do that. Like, it, it just can't justify spending that kind of money. Mm. It's, a, it's a bummer because we're four episodes away from hundred episodes. But uh. um, but still, like you know, like there's seven seasons of it, so that's uh, that's fine mm-hmm. um, Kumail Nanjiani I like to talk about him quite a bit on this show he was the writer of The Big Sick and the lead actor in that as well uh, he just got accepted into the academy like the film academy oh nice uh, which is nice it would have been nice if they had honoured him last year with an award but that's fine um, in fact that's great I'm a big fan of that guy so I'm glad to see him do that uh, I already talked about the Disney Fox merger Good Place you have, to date, you have to date on a good place. No. Okay. Well, there's no spoilers. It's fine, uh, but you might want to catch up because season three comes back September twenty seventh. Nice. To Netflix. To Netflix. It's a Netflix, it's a Netflix show. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. And that... will
2: they all come out at the same time, or is it a week by? It'll I... be a week by week thing, like I last season. I don't know. Season.
1: I don't know how it's gonna how it's gonna roll. Um, mm. Probably week by week, if I had to guess. But maybe not, maybe they just dump it all in one in one lot. No,
2: nah, I think last one, last last it was week by week, so um, I reckon they'll probably do the same thing again.
1: Big fan of that, I've been missing it. Mm. Um, we just talked about, um, oh, I have, I have double up news. Let's talk about Kumail again for a second. Um, he's also just joined the cast of the uh, Men in Black remake.
0: Oh, really? Oh. Uh, which is also
1: starring Chris Hemsworth and Tem- uh, Tessa Thompson, so Thor and Valkyrie from Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. he's joining that as well, so... That's really cool, Kamel's a big sci-fi nerd, he loves X-Files, so that's kind of a cool little... Uh... The truth is out there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I've got to watch that, I love that movie so much. Um, oh, remaking, I feel like there's still more mileage to be had with big Willie Smith in there.
1: I, um, I don't think Will Smith's taken those calls. Mm. I think he's done, like he's, it's weird, like he's been knocking back a whole lot of different movies, but then like he did Suicide Squad, he's like, I'm going to do Suicide Squad 2. Yeah. And he did Bright, he's like, I'm gonna do Bright too. Mm.
0: But then he wouldn't do Independence Day like it's weird, like Yeah, he's making odd decisions and and he's like serious pieces are mm. just all failing. Like concussion, collateral beauty, whatever. Don't add truth <laughs> That was my little concussion. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean I haven't even seen it. Neither
1: have I, but I saw the trailer. Oh, okay. <laughs> um oh, yeah. God. I mean maybe they'll cameo, I don't know, but because um, at one point they were crossing over Men in Black with twenty one drum street and then that didn't yeah. happen. Yeah. So, I don't think that's happening anymore, but I think it's just like a, a straight reboot. But that's cool. Like, many Black, I think you can do a whole lot of things with it. It's a cool so. franchise. Definitely cool franchise. Unfortunately, it, it has one really great film and then two kind of okay sequels. Mm. Um, but I like that cast. Like, I think Chris Hemsworth is really funny. Um, he doesn't get a chance to do it, like, beat Honey very often, but when he does, he I think he's quite good. Mm. Um, and Tessa Thompson, I, I quite liked um, in Thor Ragnarok. And Kamal, like, it's, it's a winner for me, so mm. that's great. Um, we were talking about the Spider-Verse before there's another Spider-Man villain movie coming uh, they are going to Sony are going to do a Morbius the Living Vampire movie um, so Morbius was created uh, at a time when uh, comic books had to adhere to this thing called the comic book code so you couldn't have um, zo- you couldn't have anything dead so if it was a zombie it wasn't a zombie it was spelled Z-V-M-B-I so it was a zombie because oh, yeah. you couldn't say zombie Yeah. and you couldn't have vampires because you couldn't have the undead so they created this character called Morbius the Living Vampire. So he acted like a vampire, but he was alive. Yeah, so it was okay. Yeah. That's how they got around, around it. Um, I think he's also like, uh, appeared in books with Blade and stuff as well, mm-hmm. uh, which makes sense. Uh, the interesting thing is the person who's signed up to play Morbius is Jared Leto.
0: Really?
1: So not only is he playing the Joker, but now he's diving over to Sony Marvel and he's yeah, going to do cool. a, a Marvel villain as well. I guess he's just sick of waiting. He's been kind of like, hey, like, yeah. you're not going to put me in a movie. Like, I'm going to do yeah. something else.
0: Yeah, yeah, really? he's probably like, I've shot a whole movie's worth of scenes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, put it in. Yeah, definitely. Uh,
1: and then the last uh, bit of news I just found out this morning, um, they're working on a prequel to The Sopranos. Oh, really? I don't know if it's going to be a movie or a TV show. You have to do a prequel because James Gandolfini unfortunately passed away a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So you can recast. It's called The Many Saints of Newark. And it's I think it might be a movie because they announced that the director, and normally... You don't announce one yeah. director for a TV show? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be Alan Taylor. So if you don't know who that is, he directed Thor The Dark World, uh, a divisive film among many, but he's more well-known for directing numerous Game of Thrones episodes. Ah, um, I'm interested. Yeah. So that's all the news I got for you guys. Mm. That was a long news segment. Yeah. Yeah, We, had a, week, water? we had a week <laughs> off, so you know, when yeah. we have a week off, uh, mm. it builds up. Yeah.
2: Did you hear about the Terry Crews news?
1: Is this about him being sexually assaulted? Mm. Yeah, this came out a little while ago. I just mm. didn't have enough information on the story to really go on it. But yeah, he... Um...
2: Yeah, no, I watched a video on, like, his testimonies um, in, like, the Supreme Court. Yeah, he was, came out and spoke like like about, like, the... the... Um, yeah, he was uh, at a at a um, party and he was, like, sexually assaulted by a man, mm. um, like, in front of his wife mm. and all this kind of stuff like that. I
1: mean... What kind of crazy person goes up to someone who looks like Terry Crews and tries to do that? Well, that's
2: what he was saying. He goes, you know, I look the way that I look, Mm. and I could, and I still got sexually assaulted. Yeah. So you know, he's like, it's my it's my job as a person in the public eye to draw attention to the fact that it doesn't matter who you are or what you wear or what you look like, Mm. like sexual assault. Uh, assaulting happens to everyone and it's rife within Hollywood because it just gets swept under the rug because yeah. he said mm-hmm. I did this and I did that and I told all these people and I did all these mm-hmm. things and I said what are you doing about it to fix it and
1: nothing, yeah. nothing
2: happened it all got swept under he's the he's a big that-
1: proponent in, um, in- Justice in Hollywood yeah. right now. He's doing a mm. lot of stuff, like, mm. and not. I, I don't think it's just because it happened to him. I
0: think he would be doing it anyway. Uh, yeah, could I? But on he. he's, um, he's a great advocate for rights yeah. in, in Hollywood at the moment. I think absolutely. His experience there just goes to show how, um, how important like power plays in these relationships. Yeah, that's because what you're saying. Yeah, if if mm-hmm. so, if someone thinks they can go to, up to him and do that, yeah. Yeah. imagine how, in, uh, <coughs> excuse me, invincible they would feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely.
2: And that's what he said. He said it was all about. He goes at that moment. He goes and realised that it was all about power and who had control yeah. mm. um in the situation because like you know, he talked about how like he lived his life always being the one in power, being the one in control and everything. And um yeah, and it was if you if you're interested, like if anybody's interested in watching the video, it's like a half an hour video on um YouTube mm. and he just talks about the whole thing and It's really, it's really interesting and like so good on him and so, just like everybody else who comes forward and says stuff, good on them, so brave for you to come forward and like say no and putting a stop to it because someone said a quote to me the other day and I'm like, it's so right, they're so right with it and it's the um, the standard that you walk past is the standard that you're willing to accept accept Mm. sort of thing and he's not. Doing that, which mm. is brilliant. Mm. So I loved I, uh, you know, I've always loved Terry Crews. Mm, yeah, definitely. He's 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 great. He's a really good guy. Cool.
1: Um, I think we need to get some
0: trailer trash oh, going.
1: She's so unprepared. <laughs> I only had small trash. She had large trash. Yeah. Uh, the effects budget is getting bigger and bigger each week. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm worried that our effects have fallen on the floor into...
2: That's alright, just leave it there, I'll pick it up later. Into the
1: reach of dogs. I don't want
0: This my... segment's gone to the dogs, it's gonna fall off again. I just so. don't want
1: Loki operating the switchboard and all the effects.
0: <laughs> DJ dog. <laughs> um,
1: now, a lot of those trailers are pretty old, because it's been a while since we, uh, did trailers, I don't think we talked about trailers last week, I think we just kind of... Oh, I didn't think so. Um, so I'll go through them if you've seen them. We can expand if you haven't, that's fine. Um, so about a month ago, they released the first trailer for Bohemian Rhapsody, the biopic of uh Fred Mercury. Oh. Fred, did you say Fred Mercury? Freddie Mercury, yeah, Fred, Frederick, Fred. Frederick, <laughs> Frederick Mercurio, as he's known uh, <laughs> behind closed doors. <laughs> Fred Mercury, uh, yeah. it's been that long, I forgot what his name was. Right, yeah, the Freddie Mercury biopic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you get a chance <laughs> to watch it yet? Uh, no. Looks great. We'll, uh, we'll have to talk about it. We'll have to watch it. We'll watch they it. have picked the absolute... Rami Malek. Oh, my God. Well, originally it was meant to be Sacha Baron Cohen, Yeah. who also looks a lot like him and has a great voice. Mm. Um, but, yeah, Rami Malek looks pretty good as well. So uh, I'm down. I think it comes out like November, so oh, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for this movie. Um, hopefully they'll... Uh, they'll um, they won't sugarcoat it. They'll just play...
0: Yeah. Did it look like it was set before uh, or after Queen or like the whole thing, you know?
1: No, it's the story. it's like it's during, like it, I think it's from inception to oh, because cool. I think they do the Live Aid performance and stuff as well, like so they they kind of do a, a big span of their career. Uh, we'll watch the trailer after the show so you can have a look at it. Uh they dropped a trailer another trailer for Record Ralph 2 or sorry, it's called Ralph Breaks the Intimate, uh, Internet colon Record Ralph 2. Yeah. Um looks really good. We saw some princesses.
2: Yeah, we did. Disney princesses, Vinci- including Pocahontas.
1: Pocahontas and Mulan. Finally. Getting some recognition. Yep. Um, looks, looks like a lot of fun. Uh, and I love that first one. So Although, no uh, Fix-It Felix so far.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, in this, in these trailers, so I don't know whether he'll show up or not, but uh, I, I'm down. Uh, I watched a trailer that none of you, neither of you would have watched uh, for a little horror remake called Suspiria. Um, and it looks really good. Mm. I won't dive into too much because you guys know what it
2: is. The one with the poster is a skull.
1: No, that's Sicario, which is that, and I'm going to see that next yeah, week. Yeah, I thought that was Sicario. I'm very excited for Sicario 2. Um, here's a trailer I didn't expect to like, but I kind of enjoyed it a little bit, and that was the Bumblebee trailer.
2: Bumblebee? So, as in, oh, as in like tra- Transform. um, Transformers. Transformers spin-off.
1: Um, I don't know whether it's connected to the original films or whether like it's an origin film or what it is. Like, it seems like it's meant to be a prequel, but... Based on the information like I have from that first Transformers film, there's gonna be a lot of plot holes because of the government's involvement or whatever. Mm. Um, but look, on it, it's got a lot of things going against it for me. It's Transformers, which I'm not a fan of. It's got Hayley Steinfeld, who I don't really like. Yeah. But it kind of looks like PG Logan, oh, like, like it's the, about like a young girl and a robot, like or like um, Iron Giant a little bit as well. Yeah. So mm. even though I'm not really a Transformers fan, the trailer I thought was really sweet. I thought. There wasn't too much CGI, um, they didn't make him like a race car, they kind of kept him in his traditional Volkswagen, I think it was a Volkswagen look that he had. So all of that like really worked for me, I'm like, oh, I, I'm intrigued, I'll, I'll watch another trailer and you know, maybe you might get me to pay for another Transformers ticket, but if a whole bunch of Transformers show up in that like next trailer, I probably won't go and see it. Yeah. If it gets big and noisy, I don't want it, but so far, I think it was kind of cool. Um, here's one that Tina watched, uh, they released a new trailer for Enter the Spider-Verse. The um
2: Oh yeah the animated Spider Man
1: film. Mm. The animation, by the way, if you haven't watched any of these trailers, give it a watch, because the yeah. animation is incredible. Yeah. Especially really in this good. new trailer. Like, this is a moment where like Miles Morales is running through the streets and like all this at- onomatopoeia is coming up, like as he's running, so like he'll slide and it'll be like oh, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah and like they've got little thought balloons and stuff. Yeah. And so they make it, mm. it looks like a comic book. But the is incredible. It's really funny, like his dad as the cop, um was yeah. like I like escorts him to school I love you he like pulls him out over the speaker Mm. Um, we also get a taste of some villains we see the lizard I think it was Mm. the lizard but he looks like a dragon and we saw I think we saw some green goblin and we
2: saw spider gwen saw
1: spider gwen which is incredible although she's credited as spider woman but I think that that they're going to change that I think that's just Mm. an an error this was a really really fun movie and hopefully it's successful and they'll be able to do more animated Marvel movies um for whatever they got the rights to. But um yeah, trailer was really good. Really yeah, no, good. it looked
2: really good. I really like the animation stuff.
1: And it's so different. Like so I'm used to seeing like Pixar, which is very easy. It's C G mm. or like Kubo and the Two Strings, which is like a is claymation. And every now and then you get like a, a, a dr like a hand drawn animation, but not so much anymore. But this is something else altogether. Like it's mm. so different, but it's very, very cool. It's like cell shaded or something. Mm. But um and I like they made Peter Parker kind of a dope yeah I didn't like that at first I was like oh man but he's meant to be good I was like you know what Like, this is like an ultimate he's I mean, you know,
2: teenage boy
1: no no this is this is grown is man oh, Peter, Peter Parker oh. um, and it's voiced by oh, I can't remember his name do you watch New Girl? no actually oh, he was in um, he was in Mummy in the Mummy he was Tom Cruise's first. oh yeah I know the guy uh, Jake Johnson yeah. yeah really good actor and like really funny and he's the voice of Peter Parker so I'm on board with that uh, we also watched the trailer uh, these are all animated films now by the way uh, for the Lego Movie Two, the sequel, looks really oh, fun. Oh yeah! It looks more like more of the same, but they're going mm. to outer space this time. They're going like they're leaving the Lego world behind. And Stephanie Beatriz from uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, she plays Rosa. Rosa, Rosa. Mm. <laughs> um, is the voice of the villain, which I like as well. Mm. Um, that one looks really good. There's a trailer for How to Train Your Dragon Three. Yeah. Um, which I love. Those. So
2: many dragons.
1: They I look love so cool. those dragon movies. Um. The second... Like, the first one's incredible. The second one may be better. Like, they're just so good. Uh, and this third one, I would just feel like I'm going to do... Cry all the tears. Um, because, like... To- yeah,
2: they're intense, <coughs> those Like, movies.
1: Toothless finds... Like, they find like, the Toothless, because like, he's, like, a Night Fury. Yeah. He finds out that, like, there's a... The oh, Day Fury. Was it Day Fury or Light it? Fury? I can't remember what it was. Oh, but, like it was, like, it was... It was, like, that. kind of, like, the opposite of him. Yeah. But the same species kind of thing. Um, she's all...
2: She's all white. White, yeah. And
1: um... But um, yeah, I'm so, so down for this. And there's a moment where they showed him like all grizzled, like um, Hiccup, the uh, the Jay Baruchel character mm. with like a big beard and stuff.
2: Um, Light Fury, you're right, it's yeah. Light Fury.
1: So, uh, so I'm in, man, like, I'm down for this third movie. Mm. And then I just want to talk to you about one little, one little trailer that dropped uh, that I did not enjoy. Mm. Uh, and Tina, uh, Tina will point this out, because after the trailer ended, she was like, you didn't laugh once in that. Uh, oh, yeah. We, no. we went and, we uh, went yeah. and saw Incredibles, and we'll talk about it. And they showed us the trailer for Hotel Transylvania 3. Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't seen any of the Hotel Transylvania films, but the Adam Sandler movies with uh, Kevin James and David Spade and the whole usual suspects. And if, it was, if I was a kid, like if this was like 20 years ago, I'd probably be all over this.
2: No, I wouldn't.
1: But this mm-hmm. movie does not look. Good. We
2: watched the trailer in cinemas, and after the trailer aired, and there was that pause between the next ad, mm. the whole cinema was silent because it just wasn't funny. And it wasn't. It wasn't like I don't know why it wasn't funny because there was this <coughs> one joke where he was like, um, it was like at the start of the trailer. And he was, like, on his phone and, like, Siri wasn't working or something like that. And he's like, call, call this person. Mm. And she's like, did you mean blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, no, I say this, I say this. Did you mean blah? And, like, that's generally a funny trope. But for some reason it's just, like, nothing about it was funny.
1: Yeah, just, I don't know, man. It's just not that good.
2: (laughs) No, it wasn't. And, like, they go on a cruise... It's a vampire and all these monsters that go on a cruise. Mm.
1: Yeah, that was confusing me. I don't. I haven't seen them. Like, 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 oh. like, I mean, I don't oh. know. Maybe in the first two movies they said was the Dracula can go out in daylight. I don't know because I haven't watched them.
2: Well, I think it was like, it was, like a monster it. cruise. Yeah, Andy Samberg ended up being pretty good monsters.
1: friends with him because they did that. Um, that's my boy movie, which Friend actually isn't too bad. Is so bad, I didn't mind it. No, it's you're wrong. It's <laughs> really bad. I was expecting it to be terrible. I think because like, I think it's the suicide squad thing. Where I was like, I had heard so many yeah. bad things about. It, I went. I'm like, ah, oh, that wasn't that bad. But I don't need to watch it again. This cast is like pretty well, epic. Yeah, Hotel ca-
2: Transylvania has only got a six point eight rating on IMDB. That's
1: not yeah. that
0: uncommon for movies these days. Yeah. People get really critical. Cool, uh, it Really, us. bats very deep in terms of like how long I'm going, and I still know people. Do you know what it is though? It's because these
1: movies make money. Like the kids' movies make money, so you can yeah. get like all these people doing mm. Mel Brooks. I tell you what, Mel you know so who I love? I
2: love, Mel Brooks.
1: Yeah, Vlad.
2: Mel Brooks is Vlad. lot He's still alive? Yeah,
1: he's looking pretty. He's starting to look like oh my a, goodness, he's starting to look like a Gringotts Goblin at this point. Like yeah, he's, well he's
2: put, he's ninety. That's not that's not
1: even it. a lie. Like look, he could be working at Gringotts.
2: <laughs> I always thought Mel Brooks wasn't alive. Um, you know who I love, Molly Shannon. Hmm. She's great.
0: Selena Gomez. In December, Catherine K- Hahn Oh I love Catherine Hahn Fran Drescher David Spade Who yes. I've seen live Do stand up Oh yeah In LA Keegan-Michael Key Who I love mm-hmm.
2: <coughs> I will say I think my favourite role is That Molly Shannon's bastard. ever done I mean, I haven't seen a lot of her stuff, but I think my favorite role she's ever done is in Seinfeld, where she was like, "So I don't move my arms enough, do I? What about this? Do this?" and she pushes
1: everything.
2: She's off great. She her. was the
1: mum in Life After Beth. Um, mm. Superstar uh, is really good, really underrated. Um, she's also, I think, she's also in um, Not the Roxbury. She's a because she's an yeah. SNL girl. So, mm. um, anyway, that's all the trailers. Some pretty good ones and one terrible one. Yeah, um, it's
2: not a good one.
1: So I guess it's time to to do some reviews. Yeah, let's do it. We're gonna talk about some movies uh, yeah. and then um,
2: I have something to review as well.
1: Uh, well, we'll go we'll go through it um pretty quickly and we'll see how we go. Um, so let's talk about Incredibles two. Have you seen Incredibles two yet? I've seen the first one yet. You hey, you? We are much disappointed. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, we won't talk about it too much, but I will say this: I loved Incredibles two.
2: Yeah, it was brilliant. It was really,
1: really it's good. As good as the first one. Yeah, I, it's not better. I see. I I like the first one better. I think for me, the first one like the whole, the gooey center of that film like it's so family centric, and also I'd never seen anything like it before. It just rings a little bit cartoon. No, just like a. I think it was the first Pixar film to have humans in it as well. Uh, but I that that first one I just love so much. But the second one's very very good. Like it's a. It's not far behind. It may be one of the best Pixar sequels they've made. Really, um, uh, I loved it, but it was also kind of offset by the fact that the short film before it is so heartbreaking. Like, yeah. it sucked all my emotions out before yeah. I even got to watch *Incredibles*. So that was really heartbreaking. Um, but, uh, but sorry, yeah. I don't want to distract you. I'm just looking. at okay. it. But gonna... um, but no, I really enjoyed it, and like they, mm. because it's animated, like because it's been so long, it's been like 14 years. They could have done anything. They could have done it, made it in real time, fourteen years later, but mm. they picked up right where the first one left yeah. off. Yeah,
2: I gotta say, because I love anything that's like fifties, mid-century modern, mm. that sort of era. Oh my god, the the house, mm. the clothes. I just want it. I just want a house that looks like that. I want a car that looks like that. I want. Like, I loved the animation in this. The whole mm. Vector style of everything. Oh, it's like... Like, like you know how you do the whole catch me if you can? Yeah, yeah. Type. oh, I love that. So, that 60s, 50s, 60s mm. style. I just... I, eat, I could eat that for breakfast. Mm. <laughs> What's so, interesting... watching that movie was, like, so satisfying to me. Just <clears throat> aesthetically.
1: What I did notice about Incredibles 2... Um, and no one seems to have said anything about it yet. So, maybe it's just me. But there are big elements of the plot where I'm like this is kind of like Watchmen and like the opening scene I was kind of like this is kind of like the opening scene to Batman v Superman like there's some mm. because they're, they're this isn't really a spoiler like I said it picks up right where the first one left off so the end of the first one essentially they about to enter this battle with this new villain and so the second one starts with the villain but they do it from the point of view of a different character just like how BVS picks up off from Man of Steel yeah. it's like Oh, this is kinda of interesting. Yeah. no one said anything about it. Like maybe I'm just like overanalyzing. am like that's kinda of cool. Um but yeah, I had I had a lot of fun. And also I think um Jack Jack steals the show. Like yeah. the, the young baby who mm. who got to we got to see a little bit of his what he can do in the first movie really just uh, owns the movie. And not in a bad way, not in a minions kind of way. Yeah. But I remember when I saw Despicable Me too I was like, Okay, so this is just promotion for an upcoming movie. There's no Jack Jack movie coming. Like even Brad Bird was like, Look, I love The Incredibles, but I don't want to focus on making sequels anymore. I want to make mm. original stuff all the time. So there's no plan for another one. They just happen to do it really, really well. Um, yeah. But it's it's great fun.
2: And like the jokes are really funny as well. Um,
1: and, and actually, you point out something that I really agree with. Is that it's very adult.
2: Yeah. And yes. not
1: adult as in like the way The Simpsons is adult, where they kind of get away with dirty jokes and stuff sometimes. As in, like, you, there will be a five-minute scene of two adults talking about politics in a kids' movie. Yeah. And it's not boring. Yeah. Like, there's still stuff going on. It's still, like, engaging and interesting, I think, even for kids. But it's just... Yeah, it's really grown up, and I think it's really pushing the boundaries of what you can do with a kids' animated mm. film. Mm. Um, so, I, I loved it. I loved it.
2: Yeah, no, I loved it, too. I loved that joke about the... I bought double-A batteries <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> batteries. And I was just like... When he said that line, like, I just, like, I screamed out in laughter. Just, yeah. like, just what you did just <laughs> yeah. there. It it's, was so uh, funny. There's some
1: great stuff in there. Yeah, um, it's
2: really, really good. Really, really funny. Got really good heart. Like, you mm. know, it's just really good heart. And it's really good to see um, Mrs. Incredible have... The spotlight. The spotlight yeah. for a little bit.
1: Uh, and she gets... Um, and I would say even the first one, like, they're very good at... Disney have always been very good at, like, focusing on all the different characters like they don't mm. like, like. at least in the last couple of decades they've been like you know not just men like you know women as well um, although the first one is definitely more about like Him. about how he was you know how he had to go into but hiding
2: incredible. he
1: had to go into hiding and he had to be like you know an accountant to support his family and he hated it and he had to do things he hated to support them um, while Mrs. Incredible had to stay home and be mm. be a mum or whatever and now the revolt roles are reversed Yeah. Um, but yeah I think it's, it's great mm. uh-huh. really really good yeah, I, I like it. So
2: how many, what are we going to rate it out of?
1: Um, um, raccoons.
2: Raccoons. Oh, raccoons. Yeah. All right, how many raccoons are we going to rate it out of?
1: Uh, I'm going to give it eight.
2: I'm going to give it eight as well.
1: Yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah. Um, I think everyone in the world has about to see it except for you. So watch the first one. Yeah. I, guess a, I mean, if you're not into Pixar <laughs> films, it
0: might not be your... Yeah, I'm sure I would enjoy it, mm. but I just it's finding a time to actually... That's true, you know. have been doing a thesis, so mm. uh, I guess we can forgive you. Uh you should then... just
2: do your thesis on Jack-Jack. <laughs>
1: that would be brilliant. <laughs> um, so I mentioned before I went and saw a little movie called Upgrade. Um, not a lot of people have heard of this one, so I'll give you kind of a brief intro into what it is. Um, it's written and directed by Lee Whannell, who was the guy who wrote Saw. Um, he wrote the first Saw movie, and he played... The other guy in the bathroom in in the first Saw movie, um, and he's had some hit and miss success. Like he also did Insidious, um, he wrote the Insidious movies, uh, and he did Dying Breed, which is a really underrated horror film um, set in Tasmania. It's really really good. Um, but now he's on this movie, and it's about. Uh, it's set in the future, and it's about this guy who um, played by Logan Marshall Green, who looks kind of like a discount Tom Hardy, which is why it. <laughs> Ties it with Venom even more for me. Um, but this guy who like they live in the future and everything is machines now, pretty much like you don't have, like all the cars are self-driving and stuff. But he's like a mechanic, so he loves to use his hands and, and whatnot. Um, and one night something happens, and they get like kind of driven into the wrong side of town, and his wife is murdered, and he's left crippled. Mm. Um, so the scientist is basically like, "Look, I've been developing this chip. Um, I can because he ends up being a paraplegic, and he's like, I can put this chip into your spine." And you'll be able to regain the use of your arms and legs, um, and you know you'll be able to live again. Like you'll be able to live like your wife would want. Um, but then, once the chip been installed, it turns out the chip has a consciousness of its own, and then he decides that he uses this to his advantage and start to avenge his wife's murder by going mm. hunting all the guys who killed her. Um, so it's kind of like Terminator by way of Robocop by way of Venom. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, And it's really, really fun. Um, I'd say it's a little bit slow to begin with. But once he gets the implant, I mean, that being said, like it's slow, but I also felt like they rushed to get to that kind of pivotal moment to get everything going. So, the pacing in the first maybe 20 minutes is a bit a bit weird. But once they get going, it's great. My only complaint is that I didn't watch any trailers on purpose, and then when I went and saw Hereditary, they showed me the trailer, and all the best bits are in the trailer. Yeah. Like, even, like, because they did, they showed a red band trailer, so they showed all the violence, so I saw kind of all the main fight scenes yeah. in the trailer, so... That was a bit of a disappointment, but overall, I thought it was a really fun movie. I really like that Lee Whannell decided to make a movie like this. Um, and I think more people are going to see it. Like, it's definitely, you know, um, it's different. Like, you don't see a lot of, <coughs> a lot of things like this, and we should support, support stuff. The other thing that took me out of it a little bit is it's shot entirely in Melbourne, um, because uh, Lee Whannell's an Australian, so he used Melbourne but set in the future and everyone's using American accents I'm like that's the Balti Bridge yeah. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like that's the Docklands I know where yeah, you guys are yeah. oh, that's like, awesome
0: I would actually it was
1: very cool but it took me out of it a little yeah, bit yeah, because yeah, I was yeah. able to like I knew what was happening
0: identify the places
1: um, but it's solid like it's a great action film like it's an action horror but it's not really scary like it's more just kind of the idea of constant threat yeah um, right. but yeah it, it's solid like so people should go give that a watch I'm not going to score it but um, yeah. but it was, it was really good um I also watched um a movie called Death Wish which is the Eli Roth remake of the movie of the same name starring Bruce Willis Bruce
0: Willis eh? and I really wanted That's to see it It's an R18 film as well it is an R18
1: film um, I was gonna I want to see it in cinemas because I love Eli Roth I mean, even like his weaker films I really like I think he's a really cool like horror film maker and this is his first non-horror film and he also dropped out of the Meg to make this uh, the Meg is like this giant shark film and he was gonna make that and then he was like you know what I'm doing that I'm gonna do um, yeah I'm gonna do Death Wish instead with Bruce Willis and it is better than I expected, but not great. Not great. It's okay. fine. Like it's totally fine. Like it's a home inv- Like it's it's a home invasion film. It's another revenge film. Like he's um, his uh, his wife and daughter are at home, and they feel break in, and they uh, murder his wife and like critically injure his daughter, and then he has to go and take the law into his own hands. But it's a like, good, good performance. Like Vincent D'Onofrio is in it, who played Kingpin in Daredevil. Like this is a really good cast. Um, the problem that I have with it is the first death, which is very intense. Like it's not just the, it's not just the murder and the crippling. Like it is, it's seventies. So it was a rape and murder. Like Mm. his wife and daughter were raped and murdered, like very full on and very graphic. But that's the movie was in the seventies. And Eli Roth has gone on record numerous times as being like, I don't want to sugarcoat anything. I want to do like, I didn't make graphic explicit films. I make films that are hard to watch. And then I watched this. I was like, not anymore. You know, this is tame. Like yeah. it was very tame for him, and I'm not saying I want that sort of stuff in my film. But don't go out publicly like tearing other people down for not doing things, and then don't do it yourself. Mm. Mm. Especially when it's called Death Wish. Yeah. Mm. Um. So it was okay. Like it's still. I mean, look, this is the like this is the version of Death Wish that Tina could watch. Like she could handle like Tina could handle this. Like it's yeah. not gonna upset you. You'd be mm. like, all right, like, and maybe you'd be a little bit bored. <laughs> but um, <laughs>
2: that's not good.
1: Um. Uh, or you just wouldn't care. But it's it's fine. Um, Tina, you wanted to talk about something. Was it a movie?
2: It was a TV show, a okay. TV series. Well,
1: I think it might be the same TV show that I want to talk about, so I'm going to talk about one more movie really quickly and then we'll jump into TV. Yeah. Um, I also, uh, just to tag on our last episode, I finally watched Red Sparrow. Oh,
0: yeah. What'd you th- well, you can tell us.
1: I, um, I I really enjoyed it. I was surprised right? at how much I liked it. I think I knew that I probably would. I felt that it got a lot of kind of bad press because people were like, it looks like Black Widow. Um, but once I finally saw the trailer in cinema, I was like, that looks. Good. I want to see this. Yeah, um, and it is. It's not. It's not easy to watch. Like it's. It's, it's confronting, isn't it? It's very confronting. It's very violent, um, and not gory, but violent. Mm. Like and like you have to like torture, um, and not nec- and not like Eli Roth hostile torture, like someone getting punched with like a bag of wrenches or something, yeah, yeah. or um, you know people being tortured with co- like sitting naked and like covered in cold water and stuff mm. like real torture stuff that you, you probably happens in the real world yeah. um, and there's some some sexual violence and stuff as well like it's, it's pretty full on it's kind of crazy to think that Jennifer Lawrence did a film like mm. this but I'll say this maybe one of her best performances yeah and I, I think she's so good and, and like at one point I forgot that it was her like she's doing a Russian accent and I can't tell you what's a good Russian accent what's a bad Russian accent mm. but I thought she nailed it like to the point where I didn't even realize like, I just looked at her and I'm like oh yeah that's Jennifer Lawrence, I completely mm. forgot. Um, I thought she did a good job. I thought Charlotte Rampling was really good. Um, she played like the headmistress of the, yes, the Sparrow yeah. College, um, very
0: like cold and like unemotional, really. Yeah, like,
1: she was great. Like and those scenes, those scenes are tough as well. Yeah. Um, Joel, oh, yeah, Joel Edgerton's great. Although he's really like I've really come around to Joel Edgerton. I never used to like him mm. until I saw Greg Gatsby. And now I really yeah. like him. Mm. Jeremy Irons plays pretty. That's it. I, lo- I Irons. I do like Jeremy Irons, but I feel like he is the weakest link. Only because his British accent is so strong. It doesn't matter what accent he's trying yeah. to do. You can hear Jeremy uh, Irons in it. Mm. Um, uh, Ciaran Hines, or I can't don't don't hate pronounce it, but Mance Rader from Game of Thrones, mm. he's in it. He's really good. Um, they got some Putin-esque looking guy to yeah, play. Yeah, I was like, that looks like Vladimir Putin. Like that, that straight up looks like Vladimir Putin. Um, even that ballet scene at the start i couldn't believe yeah. it like it just it came i mean it was building and tense and like i kept cutting i was like something's gonna happen and then when it finally happened i was like oh my god i didn't expect that yeah. at all like um so just like i advocated for mother like give this one a go um tina you were, you were like when i tina came home then i was like i watched red parents she's like oh i would like to watch that I'm like wouldn't. yeah <laughs> i i know what tina what, what, what tina digs and what she doesn't mm. and I think a lot of it you would really like but there's too much stuff that I think that's too uncomfortable yeah um but anyone who doesn't mind feeling a little bit discomfort in a movie give it a go like it's it got panned for no reason at all uh and now we will going let Tina talk about some TV
2: cool um so I um watched this is a very different note from something like Red Sparrow I watched um the whole uh first season or first two seasons i think there's only one season of Anne with an e on netflix which mm. is the anne of green gables um oh,
0: yeah.
2: netflix mini series basically or well, miniseries series mm. um and it's really really good oh hang on i just
0: you woke, activated my series <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, no, it's really, really good. So basically, um, if you don't know the story of Anne of Green Gables, it follows, uh, this orphan girl who, um, uh, gets sent to this family, um, well, this, this, this brother and sister who are much, much older. They're very much like into their, Mm -hmm. um, sixties and seventies and they wanted an orphan boy to help out with the brother on the farm, um, but they um, there was a miscommunication. They got a girl instead. And they got Anne, um, and so they were gonna give her a like send her back to the orphanage in which she had a terrible life. Um, and then they decided that they would try her trial her out, and then they decided that they're gonna keep her because she's a firecracker and she's yeah. quite mm. interesting um and then it just follows like her stories of like going to school and friends and like what happens at green gables and everything it's um set in canada um and it's just really good and the main girl is so good what's her name amy beth yep
0: amy beth so the only thing she's
2: pretty much been in is is Anne of green Gables. Anne with an e um and like the thing is her character is intense So when you first see her, like the first episode's like an hour and a half long.
1: Yeah, I saw a clip Mm. and I was just like, I can't handle this girl. I I came home and I was like, I'm watching this. It's really emotional. And I was watching this and I was just like, I know, like
2: that first, like the first like two, two or three episodes, you just like. She's too intense yeah. because everything she says is so laden with words yeah. and yeah. Like the way that she expresses things and she's really, really intense. Like
1: it made like Downton to look like a heck of her bibs.
2: but like once you get used to...
1: <laughs> what a reference! You know,
2: but once you get used to that and you actually get insight as to who she is as a character, you really feel for her and yeah. you really like connect with her and it's really, really good because, like, she's gone. She's seen like, she's seen like um, children die of like, croup, and she's like uh, witnessed like raping happening in rooms next doors, and she's been shoved from house to house to house. She's been an orphan since she was like two.
1: This week's review is sort of very thing. rape-heavy. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, and yet, she still sees beauty in the world, and she still sees like all she wants is a friend and. You know, people don't like her because she's an orphan and people don't like her because she has red hair. and Like, yeah. it. I don't know. There's something really heartwarming about it and it's really, mm. really good. And the opening credits yeah. are the most beautiful mm. opening credits I've ever seen. Way more beautiful than Game of Thrones. Like, Game of wow, Thrones really? is really beautiful credits. This, you're just like, oh my God, it's <laughs> so mm. beautiful. Like, you want to watch it just for the credits. But yeah, the way that it's shot is fantastic it's so beautifully shot like the canadian wilderness just looks amazing um and yeah i i really really enjoyed it nice. i thought it was really good nice yeah
1: did you uh, watch anything nick
0: i just felt i've a bit... got a really hot off the press review yeah breaking news Frasier. fraser <laughs> Oh, you finally watched I'm it? I'm starting to watch Fraser. Oh, ah,
2: how good is it?
0: airing in like the late 80s or
1: something yeah. like yeah. that. We, Tina and I actually started watching a few years ago because I really wanted to watch as well. I think we watched a season and a bit and I liked it, but I think Tina got a bit sick of it. So we were like, we'll come back to it. And we never did. We I never c- did, I could yeah. see
0: it not going the distance because it seems... there's 11 seasons. Yeah. No,
2: yeah. No, it's, it's... But the thing is, I also watched it. Mm. You never watched it before. Yeah. Whereas I'd always seen it on TV. Yeah. So that's why I was sort of like, oh, I've seen this episode. Yeah, like, yeah oh, I, I'm
1: coming from like never so having watched get. one this, episode. I mean, we said that, but Tina is currently re-watching
0: all The Nanny yeah. and she re-watches...
2: Yeah, but I only watched The Nanny... I'm
0: just kidding, I'm just kidding. Like, yeah. messing with yeah. you. Um, it reminded me of the genius time I tried to convince you that I had never even heard of Fraser as, co- yeah. as an idea. Just yeah. The, it's, the show existed. I fell for
1: it hook, line yeah, and sinker. <laughs> um, I was mounted on his wall just (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's a great visual joke for the listening audience
0: (laughs) um but i have a real soft spot for these sitcoms you obviously love seinfeld and and it kind of makes me want to go back and even watch cheers because i'm i could be wrong but it's frasier from a spin-off yeah Yeah.
1: so like by the time frasier ended um kelsey graham had played that character for
0: 20 years yeah
2: that's nuts
0: because there's like nine seasons of cheers as well yeah um so it makes me want to check that out but um by today's standards, like, we have like shows like The Office, How mm. I Met Your Mother. Yeah, Martin, I mean, we like. don't even have them anymore, they're done. Well, well, like, yeah, true. But I mean, we've had them. Yeah. And there's a lot of development and stuff. And I can kind of see that, like, I mean, I'm only five episodes in, and like, his dad lives with him, and the dad is pure... Gold. Pure gold, but yeah. also pure, like, tropey. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's yeah. no substance mm. to his character. He's just there to, like, put yeah. one-liners in mm. about it. Yeah. Mm. So it's kind of like... I can never watch it and be like, oh, I just need to know what happens on the next no, episode of Frasier. No, that's right, yeah. But as a yeah. show where I just want to tune out, mm. it is really, mm. really good. One well, of that's my... why I'm
2: watching the Nanny, because that's yeah. the thing. You can't, you can't watch a show that has an actual plot storyline yeah. to it um, and tune out. So that's why mm. Nanny's good to just shove in the mm. background mm. while I'm cooking.
1: One of my favourite jokes in Frasier, um, from what I've seen, is in the first episode. And I don't know why it makes me laugh as much as it does, but it just killed me when I heard it. Because um, in, in the pilot, like, his dad's trying to, like, convince him to move in or whatever, and there's a whole argument about the chair, mm. and he finally gets the chair in, and then Fred just goes, oh yes, it really ties the room together, <laughs> yeah. and I don't know why, but it slayed me, yeah. the same way um, in Goldberg's when Adam has the train jumper, like, yeah. I don't know why it made me laugh as so much as it did, but there's some jokes that are just
0: so dumb, like, they just get yeah. me, um, but that's cool, you're watching Frasier. Yeah, and I love the dynamic between Frasier and Niles. Like, their yeah. yeah. attitudes and stuff like that. Like, there's an episode where they go to that steakhouse and they're just hanging shit on it. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: and the girl's really good. She's like, Daphne really uh, is really yeah. fun. And I like um, Roz. I really like Roz. Ah uh, yeah. Um, his assistant at the radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think she's really good as well. Uh, and that was kind of a progressive character because, like, she was, I think, one of the first characters maybe, and maybe I'm wrong, but one of the first characters in like primetime sitcoms to be like just sleeping around. Mm. Like that's what mm. her character is like. She's just constantly like hooking up yeah. and, and getting laid and stuff. And that was kind of more a male trope for a long time. So mm. there's some progress like some interesting progressive stuff in there. Just like um having like is there a gay character in No.
2: No. No, in real
1: life the guy who played Fraser's dad was gay. Mm. Um, who actually just passed away last year as well? Yeah. Uh, and
0: the guy who played Niles. I think David Hyde I think is gay as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and I also love the fact that it's set in Seattle. Like you don't yeah. even see that much. Mm. and It's not in New York. Or Great whatever. theme song as well. Yeah. Mm. Hey, baby, I hear the mm. blues, blue's are called. Cool. And that's um,
1: Kelsey Grammer singing. Yeah, cool. Oh, is it really? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's cool.
0: Yeah. And his like, and the other thing I noticed is like, if I just close my eyes, mm. that's Bob. Yeah, so yeah, Bob. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And they all and appeared they in the, Simpsons
1: together, yeah, Like that's Miles right. plays Cecil. Oh, does matter. Yeah, and yeah. the dad plays the da- like Sasha Bob's dad. Oh, well. really? Yeah. Oh they were... my god, I had no I idea. I haven't
2: seen that episode. Sasha Bob's dad.
1: Yeah, it's in. Uh, they, he appeared in one episode. It's oh. a it's a later episode. It's like season yeah. seventeen or eighteen or something. Like yeah. way later. Um. But yeah.
2: But yeah, no, the episode where they do the damn... In the Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, where they did. Yeah. So Cecil is Sideshow Bob's brother, yeah. and that's played by. Um, what's his David name? David Hyde-Pierce. Yeah. Who plays um, And they have. I can't remember where it is, but. And I can't remember what the joke is, but somewhere in there is a Frasier oh, joke. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay,
0: yeah.
2: That's All right. pretty funny.
1: That's solid. So you're digging it. That's good. I want to go back to it, but, like, we're watching so much stuff. Um, what's
0: yeah. it. Go on. Oh, so. No, no. I was just going to. To that end, like, it's not an easy watch. I mean, it doesn't look great anymore, and, like,. Um, you know, a lot of the jokes are outdated, and we've we're coming from like we've seen. Once
2: you see, watch a few more seasons, it that's when it really sort of like gets into yeah. its groove. Yeah,
1: like even like the first Seinfelds aren't great. Like season one of Seinfeld, like I think doesn't even have a lane in it. Well, maybe is that or the first episode,
0: first episode definitely doesn't. First,
1: first episode doesn't. But like, there's a lot like first like same with like. A lot of sitcoms take a while. Like we rewatched the first season of The Office for this show, yeah, and like we found some great moments in it, but it's oh, yeah. not the That's show true. that it became. Yeah. Like, uh, and same with Parks and Rec. I, mean, I find the first season almost unwatchable, yeah, with Parks and Rec, yeah. but three onwards, fantastic. So sometimes it just takes a little while. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, uh, Tina and I started watching a new sitcom last week. Um,
2: just before you mentioned that, okay. I've just found the joke um, where um, Bart jumps on the back of. Um, Sideshow Bob's brother and he says, Guess who? And he goes, Cecil? <laughs> that's
1: no, the, you mean that's Maris? It. Maris, oh, sorry. Maris. Yes. Yeah, Maris. Uh, Maris who you never see, by the way. Like yes. it's a yeah. great that's running the
2: whole, joke.
1: joke. Um in uh so Tina and I started watching a sitcom. We actually started watching it last year when we were in America and we came back and we started again now so we catch up. I uh, watching the Mindy Project. Mm. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, which is written and produced by Mindy Kaling, who of course was um in the office. Kelly Kapoor. Kelly Kapoor, goodbye, Kelly yeah, Kapoor. Uh,
0: spicy Curry Award. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What does that even mean? It <laughs> Yeah. Um, and it's, it's really fun. I, I'm really digging it. Uh, I think Tina's on board now, but it took you a little while to get it into it. It took me
2: a little while, yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, that means, that, Like again, like some of those shows... Just
2: because it kind of felt like a little bit of a nothing show mm. for a while. It's not that I disliked it. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: about a woman in her 30s trying to find love in New York City. Like, mm. that's what it is. But what I really like about it is she plays a doctor, and they never ever... At this point, we're three quarters away from season two. We've been just devouring it. They've never ever veered away from that. They always make... Put a focus on the fact that she is a doctor, you know? So... Because sometimes they'll they'll give you a cool, strong female character or any character. They'll give you a cool character. And then as time goes, I'm like, you know what? We'll leave that behind. Just like... Like in Community... Season 5, they're hardly even in the Community's college anymore. They're just doing adventures. But like at the moment, they're really sticking with that, which I like. Um... Lots of people from The Office show up in it. Like, uh, yeah. Dwight's um, babysitter is in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Ryan is in yeah. it.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, who else has showed up so far? Oh, um, Aaron mm. is in it. Uh, Timothy
2: Olyphant's in it. Yeah, Timothy oh, Olyphant, who right. plays
1: Danny Cordray. He rocks mm. up at one point. So there's,
2: like, a lot of, like, one... There's, like, a lot of cameos
1: yeah, it's, um, for one
2: episode. But it's,
1: re- it's really funny. One of my favourite characters um, is played by Ark Barinholtz. I don't know if you know him by name. He was in... He was in um, Sisters last year. He play- He was in Sisters. He played one of the love interests. And he's in that movie Blockers, which is coming out on DVD soon. Oh, that looks good. Um, nice. And he was um, a security guard in Suicide Squad as well. you know him if you look at him. Um,
2: which character is this that you're talking about? Oh, yep.
1: Yeah. Um, he's got a very, uh, very recognisable smile because of his teeth. Oh, yeah. Um, but... Uh, uh, so he's in it a, a lot of the characters though a lot of the actors in it I actually don't know from anything before I've never seen them and stuff and they're all really good mm. took a while for them to yeah like a, there's some people that show up for like the first couple episodes and then just disappear never to be seen again yeah um like there's like the the sexy receptionist who mm. just went or went away at some point um But it's really solid. Like, I've been really enjoying it. And, like, there's a really... Again, like, we talked about um, Incredibles before. Just a great gooey centre to it. Like, there's a really, like... Yeah. The the love... Like, the love story... The the love story she's going through, uh, in contrast to the love story that is happening without her really noticing, like, it's just solid. Like, really good. Uh, And we just uh, had a moment happen, actually, last night in an episode. We are like, we have to keep watching now. Because something we've been waiting for for a while I haven't
2: stopped thinking about it all day.
1: Yeah. Um... It's and like and it's funny because like one of the characters like he's a real jerk, but also there's like a lot like you can see why he's a jerk <laughs> like yeah. he, there's a lot of pain there and a lot of like humor in there as well and he's actually one of my favorite characters I think he's really good so um I'm gonna give Mindy Project the old thumbs up like yeah I've been digging yeah. it and I've been resisting it actually because Tim's like we should watch Mindy Project I'm like yeah we should and I'm like yeah we'll get there yeah and now I can't put it down like I'm just really really digging it so uh, and it makes me laugh out loud I think just about every episode like there's always something. Stupid that is said that just gets me, yeah. That's true. Um, yeah,
2: mm. no, I agree. Is that that's all really the movies good. and
1: TV? That's all I've been watching. Um, cool. Um, I would like to review a book if that's okay. Holy guacamole. What do
2: you think this uh, is?
1: No. Past, Some... the...
2: Past the bookmark, I was
1: gonna say that, Past... but I was like, why would I if I'm reading the book, why would I want to stop? Um, I'll just talk, I'll just talk about it. you really want to go to bed? That's yeah. what
2: happens to read a book, yeah.
1: Um, uh, I've been reading this book I just bought it on the weekend I, I had to order it and wait for it um, for a little while but it finally came in uh, written by Penn Jillette, um, who you might know from the magic duo Penn and Teller mm. yeah um, so I'm a big Penn and Teller fan I've been for a for a few years now like I, last year I discovered um, this show on Netflix called Fool Us which is kind of like American Idol with magicians uh, and I fell down the rabbit hole hard for it um, and then recently I discovered it again I've been watching this other show they did called Bullshit which is like um uh, like an investigative uh, show on uh, things you hear in life that may not be true, like kind of sketchy things. Like they dive into psychics and, and you know, uh, natural therapy and all this sort of stuff. And it's really entertaining, but also very kind of serious and scientific. Uh, Tina watched a few episodes and she dug mm. it, but I think I could see like it was... She's like, eh, it's not that... Like it's, Some
2: of them were just a little bit boring. And very heavy
1: as well. Yeah, but yeah. I, I love it. Um, but one of the reasons I kind of... Uh, fell into the rabbit hole again is we talked about it on the show a while ago um kevin smith had a heart attack earlier this year which is one of the reasons why i was like i need to start taking better care of myself like that he's not that old like he and you know i'm much younger than him but he's not that old and if he's having a heart attack and he has an unhealthy lifestyle i need to focus on that as well and so he started this diet which Penn gillette went on because Penn lost like a 100 pounds in three months mm. like did this crazy diet i'm like oh, okay so and he wrote a book about it. And I was like, well, even if I don't do that diet, and I've read a lot of that diet, and I don't think I could do that diet, yeah. it's intense. I was like, I'd love to read that book. So it's called Presto, um, How I Made 100 Pounds Disappear and Other Stories. Um, and it's a really entertaining read. Like, I think I started reading it on Sunday, maybe Saturday, I think that's when I got it. And I'm like almost 200 pages in. Oh shit, yeah. And it's only, like a 300-page book. It's just so easy to read, so entertaining. It's all about like his weight loss journey and like how he... Like, he had this like blood pressure issue and he's like hospitalized and I thought he was going to die. And then like, what he, how he kind of dealt with that and like all these other little stories, but mainly about like him just trying to become healthier and stuff. And that's what's really kicked my health kick into overdrive. I'm like, all right, cool. I don't have to do what he did, but I can definitely make changes. Um, but it's not like a, it's not preachy and it's not like you need to eat your vegetables or you'll be in trouble. Like super fun, full of dirty jokes and like, he references his genitals in almost every chapter like <laughs> yeah. um, but very very entertaining so anyone who's like even mildly health conscious who wants to read about how you lose weight but be entertained 100% recommend it I, I I'm almost done I think i am been like two thirds away from the book mm. like it's only been a couple of days and I read pretty fast but like I'm slaying this I'm just yeah. devouring it's just super entertaining so presto if you get a chance you have to order it in because there's none stocked around Australia I had to wait about uh, a week did you I... order Just Dimmix. I went to Dimmix and I ordered it. I think it took, like, maybe a week and a half. Did not look on the book depository?
0: Sorry? Did not look on the book depository? Uh, What's that?
2: Their website, the book depository. (laughs) I
0: don't know that. It's
2: It's a book depository. There
0: you go. (laughs) Because the other reason I use it sometimes is because they just offer free shipping worldwide. Oh, nice. And you can quite often get old editions. of. It's really handy, for actually, for textbooks. Mm. Yeah, I thought Um, maybe we were going to go with that, yeah. But, um, you know, if you're happy to get, like, a... Second instead of third edition, it's not like yeah you know uni textbooks are often like three hundred hundred so dollars yeah definitely cheaper, but yeah book depository
1: nice well I'm definitely getting into reading again like I've been reading comics like nonstop for the last two years like I've been a weekly warrior with yeah. that but now like I'm, after I got back from my holiday like I um, I read Misery in like two weeks I was like oh, I like reading novels I want to read some novels as well as read comic books mm. and so I picked that up and then like when I pre-ordered I just saw like all these books on sale and, like this two for thirty deals and stuff. I was like. Oh, yeah I know it's gonna happen like I'm just gonna fall into this well <laughs> yeah but now that I'm not buying candy like I'm just not buying junk food at all like I the only junk food I have is on Saturdays it's my little treat day and normally it's just like a donut and chocolate milk and then whatever we kind of maybe if we have dessert or something but mm. that's what I really spend my money on so um, I can afford to get books now and also I think you're
0: wasting money if you're spending it on books <laughs> no
1: definitely not um, definitely not um, but it's also like we're saving for a house and stuff as well so I gotta be kind of clever yeah. with it um, with my money Um, but yeah you know, we should talk about... There's one more thing we should talk about, um, and we've never heard you talk about it. You should definitely tell us what you think of Avengers Infinity War.
0: Have we not done that?
1: I don't think so. Um, Yeah, bloody loved it. All right, so and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> saw it a couple of times <laughs> in the cinema. Oh, you saw it more than once? Yeah. Nice, I saw it three times. I was going to see... I was like, oh, I'll see it. I go next Wednesday, I'm like, oh, you know what? I could see Avengers one more time. Yeah. It's still in cinemas, but my
0: cinema's not showing it anymore. So. I'm, I couldn't see it for a third time because I noticed that... Even the, the Dim- stuff that I loved the first time, it packed a bit less of a punch the diminishing second. Diminishing returns, yeah. definitely. Yeah, and mm. I was like, okay, if I go a third... Mm. Well, like, we saw it opening night mm. um, in goal class.
1: Incredible. Mm. Destroyed us. And then we saw it again on Saturday, and yeah, like we had those teenagers talking behind us as yeah. well, but also mm. I was just like, I knew everything was going to happen, but then I waited like two weeks and I saw it again, and I was like, all right, like this was... My first visit was the best time, my third was then, and then
0: second was my yeah, last yeah. Because it is big. I mean, it's, it's a huge movie. And it not stops. But it's not that big in terms of like, a lot of the people are in the same group. Mm. It, they're sort of set after half an hour. And so yeah. when the first time that that all becomes like muddled up in the whole story, but the second mm. time I'm like, oh yeah, um, Tony Stark is now with like Spider-Man mm. and like Chris Pratt and stuff like that. And I'm like, but that doesn't change, you know? Yeah. So it's yeah. sort of like, yeah. Um, but I just loved Thanos. Yeah, so it was mm. just like the best villain they've ever had. Yeah, definitely. And like...
2: How did you feel about... Were you shocked by all the deaths at the end? The end? All the yeah. carnage. So
0: I just didn't know. Mm. I just didn't know what was happening. Because mm. well, yeah. Thor came in at the end and he like got him. And I'm like, oh my God, is he killed Thanos? And I was yeah.
2: like, once he did that, I was like, you didn't chop off the head. Yeah. I remember when you that happened, I was like, oh,
1: head. like don't tell me. Like, we spent all this time building up to Thanos and it's done. I was like, and I should have known better, but I just fell for it. I like, yeah. felt, just yeah. got sucked in.
0: Um, and, and even he said, like what Tina said, he's like you should aim for the head. And yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And so I was just like, he didn't know because he just knew the quite the time stone. I wasn't sure if this was a time thing, yeah. Um, or what? And then to just see him. Um, oh, and also, is his gauntlet destroyed and done now?
1: Well, that's the thing we don't know. Like, because I noticed as well. Like the first one was like, I think the gauntlet looks a bit, you know, worse yeah. for wear. Like, can he undo what he's done? Like, yeah. is it beyond repair and yeah, like there's so much we don't like. It is definitely a self-contained movie. Like that film stands on its own. You don't need to. You don't need a sequel. You could yeah. leave it. That you don't really need to see all the movies. It kind of does a really good job of bringing everyone in. Like it definitely enhances your experience. Like I watched like Guardians Two and Doctor Strange and Spider Man. I think the same week I saw Infinity War. So good <coughs> viewing. Like it got me right up to date and like I'm like Wayne like back in with his characters or whatever. But um, it's kind of designed so you can just enjoy it. Like, even, yeah. like my dad hasn't watched all the Lamar films and he loved it. He was like, this is great. Boy. Yeah. Um, and then like they, yeah, that ending is nuts. Like they just leave you with like no score basically. Yeah, yeah. Even you, the title crumbles yeah, away. Yeah, people just crumbling. Yeah. We didn't, Tina and I barely spoke during the credits. So I was just like taking it. And then like we drove home. We drove home in separate cars. It was the first time I think I've ever driven my car with like no music, no podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting there like unpacking the film. And the next day, I was like, I'm going to do a reaction, like, discussion. And after I talked to him, I was like, I, I, I don't know what to say about yeah. this movie. I still haven't given him the score. But I know that I love it.
0: Yeah, mm. that's, uh, that's what I, I, I find hard to go any lower than, like, nine on that. It's mm. really good. Um, <clears throat> I just, from the moment that Spider-Man stopped that thing right at the start, when he first comes into that yeah. fight, yeah. I was just like, this is amazing. Mm.
1: Like,
0: Loving, and it doesn't slow down from there either. Yeah. What's um? What is your favorite moment in the film, if you can remember? Cause it's been a little while. Uh, it would probably be um the arrival of Captain America or Steve Rogers. As oh, is. when he throws the yeah. Spear. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a really great moment. You just see the train goes past, and they yeah. stop, and they mm-hmm. look, and at that point, you don't really know who it's going to be. Yeah. Maybe you do if you put it together from the trailer, but I yeah. Yeah. No, I was just like, fuck yeah. yeah. I think my favorite moment, one of my favorite moments, is
1: when Thor returns to Earth. Mm. And the Avengers thing kicks in, yeah, yeah, and like he's like carrying, and like it- and then you have like t- uh, Bucky carry Rocket around. Yeah, he's yeah. like this is my friend Tree. Has, like, <laughs> yeah. but my absolute favorite moment <laughs> is on Titan with it all grabbing Thanos, yeah. and they're all mm. pulling him in different ways, and like Mantis. You're like, oh, that's why they brought Mantis into the movie. Like, this is exactly why mm-hmm. she is very useful in this moment. Mm-hmm. And then the Peter
0: Quill thing, which everyone got really angry about, but I'm like, that makes total sense to mm. me. Uh nah, I'm in the former there. I was just like, look, I understand mm. the anger and the rage, mm. but you're an idiot mm-hmm. if you can't see, if you let that get the better mm-hmm. of the universe. And he paid for it. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But I'd also say that, like, we've proven in two films that he
0: is an idiot. Yeah, like, well, he's true, done that's true, that's true.
1: Done dumb things. I heard some people complain that, like, oh, the Gamora-Peter Quill like, relationship wasn't that well established. But I just agree. If you watch Guardians, too, like, there is love that Mm. yeah and you have to remember that this film is going to be like four years later Mm. like so Mm. i bought it 100% one
2: of my favorite scenes is the whole like um thor rocket and peter quill on the spaceship before thor leaves with rocket uh, uh, and when he's he's like like, no no, uh, you were mocking me (laughs) yeah yeah did you just deepen your voice (laughs) peter
1: (laughs) (laughs) i've been here for half an
2: hour yeah you didn't like that one i didn't think that was that funny
1: um what was it? Like, take ass, kick names.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, there's some. So- uh, another joke I really like is when um, Peter Quill and Spider-Man are interacting. He's just like, "Yeah, exactly. like Footloose. It's still the greatest movie of all time. Never was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's so funny.
2: Have you seen that really old movie, Alien? <laughs> or- yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Aliens. Yeah. Um, and I like his children. Like, um, there are like Thanos children. Like, Cal- Cal Obsidian is the big one, probably the least developed, and then maybe. Corvus Glaive, the other spear, but like Ebony Moore, the guy who's like, welcome, yeah, children, yeah, yeah. like killer, like yeah, one of my favorite great. characters. Uh, and even Proxima Midnight, I really dug as well. So I thought she was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Solid, like really enjoyable film. I, um, I've um, i been looking every week at work to see when it's coming out.
0: There's still no release date. Yeah. Um, I'm just so conscious of not overwatching this one because mm. it's so good. Yeah. And it's so shiny and so big, you know, like it's going to be I can watch like four times in yeah. a month and then just be like
1: I don't know I hope um, I'm hoping Ant-Man <laughs> and the Wasp addresses some of the stuff that's happened like is are we going to see any kind of results from the snap in this movie like is that going to be like a post credit sequence like Wasp disappears or something or are they going to go into the quantum realm because they talked about that in the trailer like mm. to go like, if they go into the quantum realm will they go in and then come back out and the snaps happened mm. and like everything's disappeared while they've gone like what are they going to do and how are they going to tie it in it's just it's still so long until Avengers Four yeah. comes out, but um, they leaked some promo art and I really like to look at that. There's a like Hulk looking all slim in a suit. Yeah. Um, ugh, there's so much stuff to. to well, that,
0: that's another talking point, I guess, is they really kept their powder dry with the Hulk. Mm. Know, we didn't see him.
1: Yeah, mm. and I was surprised. Uh, I, and I guess like and Tina like point out she's like in in Ragnarok, he was the champion. Mm. Like he was so used to being a champion, and then he got beaten in like one go. Like of course it didn't come out. I was like, I guess you're right, Tim. Like, good, good point. but I, I love that moment in the opening as well when Loki's like, "We have a Hulk." Yeah, like he got yeah. to do that line. Yeah. From the first Avengers yeah. film, and like Hulk fighting Thanos is like a brutal fight. Like, it's yeah. really cool. Um, but yeah, okay. So you finally, you finally got to talk about it. Yeah. But um, that's good. It was really good. Nicely done, man. Um, <coughs> unless you guys have anything else to talk about, that's probably gonna. I'm starting it's, to fade. Yeah, it's pretty late, and you're you're six, so we will get out of here. <coughs> um, that's gonna pretty much do it. You can find us all on social media. I'm James Chalmers Seven everywhere on Twitter and Instagram. I've been posting photos of my gym soundtrack. If you want to keep up with that, mm. um, Nick is Onoski everywhere. I'll save your voice. Thank you. Tina's hair and beauty. Yep. Everywhere.
2: Yep. And In, I'll be posting up videos soon.
1: I've seen some of the videos of uh, our travel. I mean, I, I lived them, but I also <laughs> could see the videos, and Tina's uh, cut some pretty cool stuff, so definitely check I that sure out. I um, Also, I've been doing it for a while now. I'm going to keep pimping at my friend Josh, who we're going to try and get on the show at some point, has a game coming out later this year. Don't have a date for you. I think he said spring. Uh, it's called Nom Nom Apocalypse. It's kind of zombies meets uh, food. It's very fun, very cool, very crazy. It's coming out on uh, Mac and PC. Follow him on Twitter and on Facebook. And he's got all sorts of videos. He's literally has content up every single day. So if you like video games, do that. Because this was great. He's done it all by himself, pretty much. Which so mm-hmm. is even more astonishing. Um, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Pass the Remote. I think next time we'll have a topic. It's been a while since we've had a topic. So hey. we'll dive back into that. Um, but until then, this has been Nick and Tina. They're going to say goodbye. See you later. I'm James Chalmers and we'll see you next week